Welcome to the Freedom Wealth Audio Experience. I've been getting to the money. Everybody, man. I'm Brandon Neal. I'm Jacob Purnell. And this is Cashing Out with the Kids. So, um, Brandon, I'd like to warm up this episode with a little bit of a funny question because yeah. today we'll be talking about Christmas shopping and how you can save money while you're, you know, kind of falling on a budget while you're going out shopping. Falling on a budget. Yeah, exactly. So, today I wanted to ask you, what's the worst Christmas experience you've ever had? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I don't know that I've ever had like an awful Christmas experience, but. I would say probably the worst one that I ever had was when I was younger, um, before my grandma passed away, uh, my dad's side of the family used to get a big Christmas haul and all the kids would be there. And I remember I had a lot of little cousins and we would all like be messing around, hanging out. My aunt, aunt Perley, I don't know why, but she was just like the meanest lady ever to little <laughs> kids. Like she hated all the little kids. Now that I'm older, like she's cool, but yeah. when I was younger, she was yeah. awful. And we were just messing around and I don't even know what we did, but we ended up getting in trouble. And she put us all in the corner. And was like no. she spanked some of them. Like her kids, she spanked and then put all of us in the corner and just had no. to like sit there and did nothing for the rest of Christmas. Everyone's out having fun, playing card games, eating food. We all just had to sit there and do nothing. <laughs> um, so that one, that was probably my worst Christmas experience. But that hurts, uh, man. yeah, yeah, it wasn't great. But you know, shout out to Aunt Pearly, she's great now. <laughs> so. But I know you have probably a significantly better story than that, so let's yeah, hear it. I, well, okay, so when I was, like, little, when I mean little, I mean, like, one years old. Yeah. Uh, we went over to my grandma's house, and, like, my before she passed away, um, rest her soul, she would always have us over, and I mean, like, dude, she would make the biggest dinner. Really? All that, like, if there were three people coming over, she made a meal for, like, four. <laughs> like, that's, that's the kind of, like, grandma that she was. So we'd go over to her house. And this Christmas, she obviously had, like, the biggest dinner. Everyone was over. It was, like, me, my dad, um, her family, some other extended family. So we're all there, and we're eating. And, like, I was the youngest, so I got the privilege to sit on Grandma's lap. Okay. food, you know. She's, like, it's just me and her. Like, she wants to hold me, stuff like that. So I was the youngest. I was a baby. So, you know, I get the privilege. So um, I was sitting on her lap, and she had just got over the flu. And my mom's a nurse. Okay. So she's, like, always worried like, about this stuff. So for some reason, she let this fly. Yeah. She let me sit on her lap, even though she just got over being sick. And then she saw her start feeding me with her same spoon. Mm. And my mom flipped, flipped out. And Christmas was, like, in a day or two. It might have been Christmas Eve or a little before that. Yeah. But, of course, during Christmas, I get the flu. And I'm throwing oh, up on my man. first Christmas ever. Jeez. I had the flu. That was, oh. that was my first Christmas ever. Grandma. Th- yeah. <laughs> my mom went, she went, because we called her mama. She was like, Mama, what are you doing? She's like yelling at her. So, but, yeah, my first Christmas was a rough one. But, Jeez. Yeah. Well, I mean... I guess it's I guess it's nice to get your worst Christmas out the first one because you're not gonna remember, you know. <laughs> like if that happened to you when you were like ten, like you would really like remember like how bad it sucked. Yeah. But you were one, so like yeah. grandma messed up, but you can't it get didn't... worse than that, right? No, I mean, I, mean, I guess it probably could, you know. Like once you get married with the in-laws, <laughs> those start to get weird. But um, yeah, yeah. So all right, that that's yeah. not it's not awful. Yeah. All right, let's let's get down to business. How are we gonna save our listeners some money this Christmas season? Um, well, we just had a couple tips, but I know 
one thing that you want to look out for is the hot items of this year. Like yep. how to look out for the hot items, how to get maybe the best deal, and the approach that I mm. took on it. I don't know what route you were going with it, yeah. but this is kind of the route that I went with it. One thing that I'd like to make sure everyone understands is that just because it's a hot item doesn't mean you have to pay a premium price for it. You can wait after Christmas. You don't have to buy it for Christmas. True. So um, really a hot item during Christmas is going to be like your iPhone or yep. your laptops or your iMacs, whatever they are. And Apple is notorious for one thing that I think people don't really think about all that much is manipulating people into thinking that there's a supply shortage. And a lot of, yeah, and there's not. No. There's not. And in fact, a couple of years ago, when the iPhone 5 came out, there was like rumors like crazy that the iPhone 5 was extremely, extremely under-manufactured. Really? So they, they create kind of this illusion. It's almost like a magic trick. <laughs> that, that if you don't get the iPhone now or during Christmas, you're going to miss out. You're going to have to wait months and months and months. Yeah. And in fact, when you pre-ordered it, it said the shipping is going to be delayed by like three, four, five, six weeks. Really? So you had to wait. And they, in fact, did this, I think, with like the last iPhone. I think so. I think I remember that. Yep. Yeah. I think it was the 8, not the 10, actually. I think the 8, the eight they did that. Yep. So it was like the, they have like a new screen. So you're going to have to wait um, because we don't have this screen in stock. And what happens is in your mind, you're willing to pay a higher price because the supply is scarce. And that's that's just the, not the kind truth. of yeah, it's not the truth, and it's just rudimentary to uh, everything between uh, supply and demand. So if you're not looking out for things like this, then you're probably going to end up buying something that's a little overpriced, especially for the hot ticket items, because they want you to think that these things are low in supply. So yeah. you buy it at these high prices. So. That is my tip of the day. Yeah. No, I, I like that. And that kind of flows right into what I wanted to look at. And that's the best shopping days um, leading into Christmas. And obviously, after Christmas in those January, um, early days of January, there's a lot of sales because people have stuff that they want to get rid of. So they just start marking stuff down. Mm -hmm. But leading into it, um, obviously, we all know about Black Friday and Cyber Monday. Those are the big talked about ones. But I think the stuff that gets forgotten are things like Green Monday. And what it is is the second Monday of December is when retailers mark down a lot of their stuff. Um, this year it's December 10th, I believe, because um, it's just generally such a high traffic day, people that wait so long to do their shopping. So then they mark down a lot of their inventory, as well as Small Business Saturday, which I never heard of until we started looking at information for this segment. But what it is is the smaller mom-and-pop shops in areas start marking down their stuff, um, and that's a Saturday after Thanksgiving. So it's an opportunity to kind of get to different retailers and just the big box stores that could have more unique gifts for um, the people you're shopping for, as well as get better prices. So those are two big days that nobody's probably ever heard of because I never heard of them. Yeah. So like you were saying, you don't have to buy these things on a certain day because there's a supply shortage. Look for the best days to go shopping and then try to get your shopping list because that's how you're going to get the most bang for your buck because if you're out here buying everything for full price, you're probably going to bankrupt yourself trying to get everybody's <laughs> presents. Um, so, yeah, so that's the, that's the big thing I want to talk about today is the finding the right day to buy things. And it's different for every item. Not, not everything's on sale at the same times, but some of the things that have, were suggested to buy in December before Christmas are gift cards, toys, 
Christmas decorations, obviously after Christmas, yeah. not yeah. not leading up to it, but um, because those are, I mean, those are going to be like sixty to eighty percent off after Christmas because they just need to get rid of them. Yeah. So please don't buy your Christmas decorations before Christmas if you already have some. Um, winter apparel because for, I I've never understood this, but retailers like when they're in the middle of a season, they start marking down clothes for that season because they have to move it all and get ready for the next season. I, I, for me, it just seems like. I mean, this is the perfect time to buy like a winter coat, you know? It's yeah. it's cold, but I don't know. So look at your winter apparel during the month of December. It's going to be... Actually, can I actually add something to that? Yeah. So this is something that I, I, I looked up, like, what's the be best month? can't talk. What's the <laughs> best month to buy something? Yeah. Like, just depending on what product category you're mm -hmm. looking for. And I found it odd. Apparently, luggage. So, like what you take onto an airplane, yeah. like what you're taking onto a vacation. Apparently, the month of March is when new designs and new... I, see, I'm not, I'm not yeah. too much into the design, mm -hmm. you know, fashion world, especially with luggage. Yeah. But apparently, <laughs> March, kind of going off of what you're saying, mm -hmm. like winter apparel during, like, leading up or, like, you know, kind of dead set in the yeah. middle of winter is mm -hmm. when you want to buy it because they, like, are trying to get it out of their stores yeah. or their stock. Apparently, March is when, like, new fashion for, for luggage comes out. So if you want to get, like, a new bag, apparently hmm. March is when you want to do it because uh, apparently the fashion world is making a lot of headway in March. All right. Game. Yeah. Hey, I'm, I'm not much of a uh, fashionista these days, but it's good to know yeah. for those that are. Um, looking at, like, things like you are talking about, like the iPhones, as wait to buy, so the list I was reading was talking about you should wait till after Christmas to look at buying your high-end electronics just because everybody's trying to get them during those Christmas months so you're not really going to be able to get the best deals and also looking at new cars don't try to buy those during the Christmas months looking at like you said with the luggage go to when they're bringing out the new model years because then they're discounting the other ones just because they need to make room on the show floor yeah. for the new and I actually ones. have that on here too new yeah, yeah. Uh, September is when car manufacturers generally start mm. the new car year. Yeah. So if you're looking for a new car, um, that, that is going to be your best shot of yep. getting the best deal. So. Yeah, it, it will give you significant um, bargaining power over the dealership because you know that they have no choice but to get rid of these cars because they mm -hmm. have to move in the new inventory. Yeah. So you can really strong arm them in that situation. And then also exercise equipment. So do not buy this in December or January because Everybody's buying in December, January, so they're getting people's, they're mm -hmm. marking prices up a lot of times because they know that some people are going to make their New Year's resolutions, and most of the time it's to lose weight or getting <laughs> back into shape. Yeah. So they're marking exercise equipment up. So please don't buy that during December and January. <laughs> yeah, um, so I took a little bit of a different approach, not like just mm -hmm. the December and like January and February months. Mm -hmm. So I was looking more for you know, the, the opportunistic people that are, like, pretty yep. much Christmas shopping all Early. year round. Those, hey, those are the smart people. Those are the people that I can relate to because I do the same thing. So, uh, it, like, when we were kids, yeah, this is just kind of a side note. This is just how much we, we thought about Christmas when I was a kid. My brother and I, we always knew that our parents hid stuff in the shed <laughs> when they had presents. And in the dead set of summer, it had to be, like, June or July, my brother and I asked for the combination to the lock for the shed because we needed to get something. So we remembered the combination, 
hit the combination, like wrote it down on a piece of paper yeah. in my brother's room, and waited like six months <laughs> for, for Christmas. And then we opened up like the shed, and I opened up the shed, like, and my mom came out, and she was screaming and hollering at me. I was like, oh boy. But I got to know what all my presents were. Yeah, so but that was, ruins Christmas. Yeah, though. yeah. Like, you think it's going to be awesome to know your presents, but then like Christmas morning, you're like, well, I don't well, really even look forward to it because I know what everything <laughs> is. Yeah, so not that, well, not now. I don't like. Yeah. Research, but they started hogging them at my uh, grandma's <laughs> house. But okay. Um, but if you are that person that's always thinking about Christmas and Christmas shopping, here are just some cool months that you can buy stuff that are the best time to buy that you really wouldn't think about too much if otherwise I didn't tell you. So July. So say you have a significant other in your life or whoever, grandma, mom. Uh, that wants something new and shiny, like a ring or a necklace. July is actually the best month to be buying jewelry because really? there aren't too many gift-giving holidays around July, if you think about it. So okay. you have to wait a couple months until December, which would be, you know, Thanksgiving or uh, Christmas, I guess, if you could give some Thanksgiving. Uh, we just passed uh, Easter. Okay. If you give gifts on Easter. Mm -hmm. And there's really nothing... That's going on. You just passed Valentine's Day, so there's not too much going yeah. on in the month of July. You had to mm -hmm. wait a while. So jewelry um, vendors are kind of looking to get rid of their their inventory because they don't want it just sitting around. Yeah. Uh, some others are like September computers. Did you give cars. your brother that tip so he knows when to go buy his ring, or did he already buy the ring? I don't know. Well, you should let him well, know. Wait getting, till July. He's, he's getting married May seventeenth, so I don't really. Well, she can't. She can't have a ring till July then. You know? <laughs> Apparently, yeah. Just so. tell him to get her one of those. Uh, you already got a Pop ring. rings. You already got a ring. Uh, so hopefully you got it last July then. Yeah, too bad, too sad, too late. Jeez. Um, but yeah, the, these are just some of the things that you don't generally think about. Like December is good for wedding dresses, so I can't tell them that. Yeah, yeah, I, I saw that. Tell them that. Yep, that was one I didn't because get to. Because who's think about it? Who's buying or who's having a wedding in the cold? In the cold, no one is. Yeah. And this is kind of just something to think about in the back of your head. Human nature generally tells us to buy something when we absolutely positively need it. Yep. So keep in the back of your head when you're you know, about to make your next big purchase, maybe let's plan ahead and buy something when I don't absolutely positively need it. See, that, that's, uh, that's great for shopping, but you really just hit on a key personal finance point. Mm -hmm. Plan ahead. Yeah. If you want to get anywhere with your finances, you gotta think, you got to think ahead. You can't always be looking at tomorrow. Look 5, 10, 20 years down the road, and yeah. you're going to be so much more successful. Yeah, that is a very good point because in investing, like you're saying, if you don't have a long-term view, mm -hmm. you're not going to you're not going to have a positive view when when the market turns down. Mm -hmm. So just recently, we've seen a lot of volatility yeah. in the market, and if you don't have that, uh, you know, compounding like interest growth, mm -hmm. I'm going to hold this stock because I'm, I'm yeah. convicted in uh, its value or I'm convicted in the value of this bond or this 401k that I'm holding. If you don't have that mindset, you're going to be thinking, I got to sell this now yep. because I'm not finding, you know, any growth mm -hmm. in it. But I won't even lie to you. I don't even look at the market. I don't pay attention because I don't, it doesn't matter to me. Only I, th I know that if something crazy happens, someone else is going to tell me about it. If it goes down 60%, someone's going to tell me right. and then I'm going to buy more. Right. I'm not going to sell. So I don't really need to see the different ups and downs the market has because ultimately I'm not going to do anything about it anyways. So like you were saying, if you have that long-term approach and conviction, investing becomes so much more easier. But 
honestly, with everything, think about like your career path. If you have a long-term vision of where you want to go, it's easier to work through these entry-level jobs because you know what you're working for. So really, having a long-term approach goes for anything, not just personal finance or investing. Yeah, and, and it goes back to really to what Warren Buffett has said time and time again. Uh, obviously, the, almost the picture, perfect image for someone who's an investor. He never really looks at the market all that much. For someone that yep. is literally absorbed in the market, <laughs> his philosophy and actually his quote is that, uh, I want to be able to buy something and know that I'll never have to sell it. Yeah. Yep. That's, I mean, for someone who's made their living off of investing, mm. uh, having 86 that, billion of it. Six billion of it. No, 86. 86, 86. Yeah. Off of, um, off of investing. That, that should speak volumes to someone yeah. that, you know, is just starting out, uh, like us. Another, another key point about Warren Buffett's 86 billion is that, um, looking at that long-term approach again, is he made over 99% of that after age 50. And he started investing when he was 11. So think about that. Compound interest takes time. Yeah. You got to give it time to work its magic. Yeah. And, and also, when he was a kid, just side note, he was, like, selling bottle caps and oh, pop yeah. and, like, Coke and Pepsi. So he was always, like, had thinking, his, he was thinking ahead. Had his own paper route. Right. Yep. So that's just the kind of stuff, like, you might not have a lot, but you can make something out of what you have. Mm-hmm. And... Little Warren Buffett and uh, <laughs> his uh, business partner Charlie Munger yep. sold Coke and Pepsi to like the older people in the uh, neighborhood lot, and they mm-hmm. probably didn't make a lot of money off of it. But, but at the made, time, it was probably a lot. Yeah, for the time, it was probably yeah. quite a bit. So, um, all right, we got down on a rabbit hole on that one, yeah. but let's get back to your uh, oh, best okay. shopping times. <laughs> yeah. So um, we won't touch on all the months, but um, just some other ones. So like candy and just other tech are good during uh, November because we pass Halloween, Black mm. Friday. So if you want to get your girlfriend or if you want to get someone like a nice sweet box of chocolates or something, November is apparently the time to do it. I feel like the day after Halloween would be the ideal time to buy candy. Oh, yeah. Like that, I feel like it'll never be cheaper than the day after Halloween. I never really thought about that. No, too much. Like I thought like, oh, yeah, it's probably a good time to buy candy. Yeah, because like the, the stores all have a shit ton of it. Exactly. And they have to get it off the floor. <laughs> There's got to be, well, and candy doesn't really go bad. No. So, like, you can buy, like, 40 bags of Twix. And you could just have your Halloween candy for the rest of your life. Oh, yeah. And then if you're a grandma or a grandpa and yeah. you just keep that loaded, like, your kids are going to be at your house all the time. Be careful, though. You know, if you, if you get to uh, just keep them 40 bags of candy in your pantry, you might start eating it on a daily and you, you might see some adverse effects. Oh, yeah. Your dentist will love you, but. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's root canals, a couple extra pounds. Yeah, maybe maybe some love handles. No. Watch out. Maybe let's not get 40 extra bags. Maybe just one or two. Should we put in a, yeah. Actually, we advise you not to buy maybe 20 bags. No, no. Let's go no. one or two. One or two. One or two. Yeah, yeah. One or two. Let's not get too greedy. All right. Well, either way, it's the best time to buy candy. And then tech, going around those lines, tech, like Black Friday, mm. it's going to be discounted. Yeah. Uh, you're going to reap, you know, the most economic benefit from yeah. buying tech on, you know, discounted prices. So tech is good time to buy in November. Um, there were other ones like cameras and chocolate apparently are good during February. So I would think chocolate would be marked up in February because of uh, Valentine's Day. Maybe again after. Because what, what would uh, Valentine's Day is like, what, the 14th? 
Uh, I should know this, but I, somewhere in that range. Somewhere in that range. Don't don't tell my girl. I don't know. <laughs> Hopefully that. she doesn't listen yeah, to this yeah. podcast. I think she does. Oh. Yeah, we're in trouble. All right, we'll, we'll edit this out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so cameras and chocolate. So I'm assuming they mean just wait until Valentine's Day is over. Yeah. So like whatever day that is, and then mm. afterward. Makes sense. So I can see that. Um, I still maybe doubt the the validity of that fact, but I don't know. It, it seems it seems about right, yeah. considering Valentine's Day is like beginning, middle of the month. Mm-hmm. And then cameras, I don't know where that came from. Yeah, I, I don't know when, a, like, it doesn't seem like there would ever be a good time to buy a camera. Like, when are people taking less pictures than others? Yeah, you know? or maybe... But maybe because it's raining all the time in the spring, so people don't go outside and take pictures? So this is this is maybe, this is, this is what I'm thinking. Yep. So I'm kind of connecting the dots here. So luggage is good to buy during March. The month before that, cameras are good to buy. Maybe this is in prep for the vacation like months. Hmm. So your May, Makes your sense. June, July, Makes your sense. August. So family can really be taking pictures. Uh, June is actually the most popular wedding month. So people are going to want to capture the moment, the vacation, or the weddings. So that's just the way I'm thinking. I don't really know why. but Now, I don't know if you know the answer to this, but I just started thinking about it. When's the best time to book a vacation? Do you know that? But, I, I, I would assume, I'm going to say somewhere in the spring. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find this. I think they should know this. If I were to take a guess, I would say it would be good during March. I think, I was going to say February. I think the February would probably be like your ideal time to get it booked. Because you, the longer you go, because you figure like March you have spring break, so people are going to be vacationing then mm-hmm. and then May, starting may to august people are on breaks so they're going to be vacationing then yeah and then christmas you don't want to try to do that let's see maybe september when is the beth month to book a vacation i'm going to say yeah actually you know i changed my answer i'm going to say august or september okay september seems like a good one to me yeah because back to school no one's really gonna yeah for sure let's see Ooh. All right, the best, the best to, it's best to book a cabin for skiing before October. So if you want to go on a ski vacation, okay. do it before October. Okay. Um, I don't know why it only gave me ski vacations, but if, if that's what you're looking for, before October. Okay. I can see that. Which, that makes sense. You know, you yeah. figure October, you're probably going to go skiing late November, early yeah. December. So get, yeah. give it some time there. Here we go. The Washington Post. Let's see what they have to say. I'm thinking more like, you know, going to the beach. That's what I was thinking too. Yeah. That's why I'm hoping Washington Post tells me something different. Let's see. High season. uh, High season for air tickets start the last week of April and continue through August. So don't, don't try to book your airfare in between April and August. So I was like... Oh, okay, so I was about right. Yeah, you said September. Yeah. So you, you actually so got, like, you hit it right like, on the head. Well, I said August and September. Oh, okay. Well, your second part was right. Second September's part. right so on I'm the like, head. I'm like 50% right. All right, well, apparently Jake's a better traveler than me. He knows <laughs> when to book his flights. I didn't know that. So anytime outside of that, though, yeah. is, is a good time. Yeah. Okay. Also, um, flights leaving, this is just something because I had to do a project for uh, airfare rates and just kind of how the whole process of economies of scale work yeah. in the airline uh, fare prices. Mm-hmm. So Tuesday, 
and Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday are the best days to fly out and fly into an airport. Really? Because Monday are business trips, mm. so start of the week, someone's flying out, they're going to wherever they got to do business, mm. and then Friday is often like, I'm coming back from vacation or... Uh, I'm coming back from my business trip. Yeah. One week business trip. Makes sense. So, um, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, based off of my research, was found to be the most like cost-effective ways to travel in and out of airports. And then also um, flying to like Atlanta, like the big airports are okay. obviously going to be most cost-effective yeah. most of the time. Yeah. Most of the time. So. Interesting. Well... We've given you guys some good tips here today to kind of find the best deals shopping, when to start shopping, and what to shop for. But I think one key thing that we've missed so far is the budget. Because if you don't set a budget when you go out shopping, it's really easy to start seeing things and say, oh, you know, Jake would really like this, or Sarah would really like this, yeah. and then just start picking stuff off, off the shelf. But if you don't set a budget, you are going to be in some deep trouble. Because yeah. if you if you budgeted $20 for this person and you saw an item that was $50, but you never actually made that $20 budget, now you, you're really going to be in deep trouble. Um, so please, when you, when you go Christmas shopping, have at least a rough idea of how much you want to spend in total. Because I think you just see it too often. People go too elaborate on Christmas and they really hurt themselves financially. And ultimately... It's not even what Christmas is about. Christmas is about being with your family and spending that good time. Yeah. So don't kill yourself for the rest of the year because you want to buy these extra cool presents for people. Because realistically, think about it. Even your favorite Christmas present ever, you probably didn't use it after a few weeks or a few months. Yeah, yeah. I, I would say my favorite Christmas gifts ever were not the ones that had the highest price tag. Yeah. It was just the ones that my parents noticed that I wanted. Yeah. Or they just thought really carefully about yep, it. Yep, I agree. And they, they were buying something that really wasn't, like, too expensive. Mm -hmm. So For sure. Those are the best presents. And then uh, just one kind of pertinent to last week, like, if you go way over your budget, because we were talking about bank statements, yeah. checking your bank statements, mm -hmm. you're not going to be happy checking your bank statements. No, no. Over no. Budget. no. And then also, I don't think there's any harm in asking or just telling someone, like, hey, like, this is all I can spend yeah, or no. negotiate. Because I know, so for, for my girlfriend and I, mm -hmm. we set a limit on how much we'll spend. I think that's smart. And and there's, that's great. Yeah. I love it. Like, mm -hmm. she was like, yeah, I, I don't care. Just yeah. as long as you're here for Christmas, I don't care. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, that's awesome. Yeah. So there's, I, unless I'm mistaken, if not everyone's that way. Yeah. But, I think if someone, you know, truly cares for you, I think they'll understand mm -hmm. that, like, hey, I'm trying to save some money. For sure. Let's both spend only yeah. 50, 100, whatever your budget is. Just, like, voice it to them, kind of negotiate, like, mm -hmm. this is, you know, what I want to spend. Yeah. I don't really want to go over this. Mm -hmm. And then if they agree, that's great. Yeah. Well, and I think that's an important thing to do, regardless of how much you want to spend, to set that limit. Mm -hmm. Because... Think about it. if you never communicate with this, that with somebody, and then you guys both go get each other presents and say you spent $300 and they spent $45, now you're both going to be pissed. You're going to be oh, pissed yeah. you spent that much extra money. Yeah. She's going to be pissed because 
why'd you spend so much money? Like, why'd you try to show me up? I went and got a nice gift for you. You didn't say you were going to spend the X amount of dollars. So now everyone's upset in the situation because there was no communication about it. So regardless of how much you want to spend, communicate with your significant other, whoever you're exchanging presents with, yeah. how much the limit is. Yeah. Avoid the awkward situations. Oh, yeah. I completely agree. Yeah, that's a really, really good point. Yeah. Because that happens all the time. Not, not with... With me. Good. We've set a limit. The reason why I bring this up is because we've set a limit. Good. Good. Yeah. Well, I hope you guys enjoy the holiday season. Be thankful. And that's another thing. People need to stop skipping over thankful season. I hate that people skip Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is important, too. Do you not listen to Christmas music before Thanksgiving? No. (sighs) Not one. All right. So I listen to Christmas music before Thanksgiving. You're the worst. Here's my reasoning. Just quick, non-financial point. Until they start making good Thanksgiving music, I won't listen to it because there is none. We've looked it up. Listen to regular music, damn it. <laughs> I don't even. Who is that? I said regular music. Regular? Yeah, like listen to Drake. Christmas music doesn't start till after. Oh. Uh, after Thanksgiving is when Christmas music starts. Drake doesn't make me feel thankful. He just gets me hyped up. Then listen to J. Cole. All right. He'll all make right. you feel a little more thankful. Yeah, I'll agree with that, but. I, do, I like getting in the mood. It, no, Christmas music makes me thankful for what I got. You need to appreciate Thanksgiving. All right. I'll, I'll appreciate Thanksgiving. You know what? I, I literally just made a Christmas album this morning. Oh, I hate playlist, that. Jesus. But I won't listen to it until November 26th. 26th. Yep. Just for you. I appreciate that. All right. All right. You guys enjoy your Thanksgiving with your families. And if we don't, no, we'll talk to them before. Yeah. So just enjoy yeah. your Thanksgiving with your family. It's an important time to be with friends and family and be thankful for all the things that you do have. This has been another episode of Cashing Out with the Kids. And if you guys enjoyed this content or felt like it was helpful in any way, please share this with somebody else that you think it could help. And follow us on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and subscribe to our blog. We have some really cool changes coming in that area here soon. Uh, We'll be able to offer you guys um, some things that wouldn't have been possible for us just in the past few weeks. So... Please check that out when you get a chance. All right.